What is going on, everyone? And welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. My name is Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Mario Amaral. What's up, people? As usual, we have a bunch to talk about today. So what's going on, man? What's up, man? Uh, long time. Uh, I've missed you, man. I've spent some lonely nights crying in bed. <laughs> my wife's my wife's there. She she's kind of thinks it's awkward, but yeah, I just go through my Instagram and look at photos of you, and I'm like... <laughs> Where's Marky? I miss him <laughs> so much. <laughs> hey, How was the vacation, dude? It was good. It was really good. It was fun. It was really fun. Um, it looked like a bunch of fun. It was honestly like probably one of the best vacations I've ever been on. You know what? I'm not surprised because, you know, I've talked to you in the past and the issue's always been like it gets boring, right? But it looked like you were entertained the whole time you were there. Yeah, like the so the place we went to, and I'm probably gonna butcher the name for everyone listening, but it's it's called Eshkere Hotel Mexico. So uh, how long were you there exactly? I was there for a total of like eight days. The eighth day was basically when I left. So I was there and Monday the, to Monday. Okay, and the only reason I'm asking this is, did you ever leave the resort? We did multiple times. Really? And you were able to find your way back when you told people you're looking for Eshkaray, Eshkaray? <laughs> like, so, you would think eight days there, you'd eventually have to know the name of the resort you're staying at. Excuse me, can you take me to Eshkaray, Well, I mean, Eshkaray? like, the white people just call it Excaret. Excaret? What is it, like a gum? Chewing uh, like, gum? <laughs> Excaret. Uh, but, like, the, the actual pronunciation is something similar to, like, Eshkaray or something like that. Eshkara? Uh, no, like you don't even say the T. It's just like an Eshkere. You know, it's Eshkere? really weird. It's okay. it's it's odd. You're European though. You and then like no, but it. everything is spelt with an X, and the pronunciation oh, really? of that X is different every time. So there's okay. one place that's called Senses. All right, there's Eshkere. Uh There's like Explore, and there's a place called Shell Ha. Have it's you ever all, tried these to all make... start with an X? They all okay, start but with have an X. you ever tried to make Siri pronounce it? No, it's probably it'd probably be scary. <laughs> it'd probably just, be really be scary. So funny. I thought the uh, interesting thing. You were looking thing... for Ashkaray. <laughs> X carrot. <laughs> X carrot. <laughs> um, but it was really fun. So like the, um, like going back to what you're saying, like usually I've pretty much shit all over these types of vacations these you know sitting on a beach doing nothing vacation so uh sam and i decided that we were going to look for a place that would have a lot of activities included and so um we found this hotel and the benefit to going to this hotel is that the company owns the hotel is really known for these like mexico parks these nature parks you can think of them as like the disney of mexico Right? right, they have these gigantic, like four four major parks and four major tours that you can go on, and the benefit. And this is staying, all included. Yeah, in, so the, the benefit. Yeah, okay. the benefit to staying at this resort is it's all included, right? So they yeah, get you we shuttles did talk about to these this places. Last episode. Yeah, they get you shuttles to these places. You get free admission with your wristband, uh, your hotel wristband, um, and yeah, it's just it's really cool. Like it's, and so like every day. Or every second day, we would be out of the hotel from about nine o'clock to one p.m. because we would be at one of these parks. Nice, um, and it was really cool. Um, 
And it looks like you guys snorkeled and everything. Yeah, yeah. So one of the days went we went, one of the days we went, uh, we split our tour into two. So we went to a archaeological site. It's called Tulum. Uh, and then we were there till about, I would say like 12 o'clock. And then we took the ride back to Shell Ha, which is this gigantic. So it's like, it's a natural park. So it's all, uh, all the water activities happen in, uh, in a, like a river, a river that's going towards the ocean. Um, nice. and so like you, you walk through the Mayan jungle for some of the actual activities. You actually grab your snorkeling gear um, and you snorkel down the actual uh, river towards everything else, towards where, like, the food is and all that stuff. It was really cool. Um, it's interesting being out in the middle of an open body of water and just, like, like you feel like <laughs> even though you can see land, you're so far away from it swim-wise that you feel like you're in the middle of the ocean, basically. Um, Which is, I guess, like, kind of the what they're going for right it's yeah. like that you know you're now away from society you know you're in a like beautiful it looks gorgeous you know even from the photos it was yeah. totally like awesome so yeah yeah uh yeah it's, it's it's really fun we went and then like one of our final nights there we went we went ziplining and we also, oh. it was like, so we went ziplining. Not only did we go ziplining, but we basically went ziplining during sunset. So like wow. every, every tower we would reach, the sun would be further and further like down to the point where one of our last like zips was like basically at night. And wow. Was, that's like, so romantic. It was really, it was really cool. This trust me, nothing is more scary than romantic. The entire time, you know what? I I honestly wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust it. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's like, the I don't thing. Care. So I'm zip lining across. I'm only 160 pounds, yeah. and like I'm sitting there holding onto these things for dear life because I'm afraid that it's gonna snap or something. I'd be like, uh, do you have this in the uh, big boy size, uh, like uh, double XL? I mean, like this wire. Is there like a double wire hook I can get? Like, is there like is there a specific one for bigger bigger people, or am I going on the same wire? Uh, I don't think so. Come on, Jose. I can't do this. I'm sorry, Jose. No. I, you know what? Uh, it's, it, it's funny you mentioned that, but like, I don't think that there was a at least from what we saw, it didn't seem like there was like a, a major weight limit because they even had like there were some I would say bigger people there and they they were fucking fully geared up to go dude i'm like like i was like okay cool i'd probably be even more terrified <laughs> so i've never been like zip zip lining at all is it like one person per time until the other person gets to the end or is it like one and then when there's enough distance they send another one no, how does it, that work it's fully once the other person gets to the end and the guy on the other end gives the go then they can hook somebody else up and send them across that makes sense for a lot of safety reasons. Also, wait, right? So there, but there are situations reasons, where right? they send two people across at once, and so they'll hook you so that you're sitting like facing each other, but one in front of the other, and they'll hook you oh, up. like at the same time. Yeah, and they'll send you both across. Me and Sam oh. didn't do any of that, but like, but it, we saw like a couple of people do it. We're like, I, I honestly, I saw two full-grown men. <laughs> like taller and probably heavier than me do this. And I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. 
Yeah, that's can, like if I you, went yeah. with with Amanda, I'd be like, uh, "Baby, you're going alone because <laughs> sorry, you're going alone, or we're going to die together. It's up to you. I don't know. I don't know how strong this cable, how long it's been here, weather conditions. You know, got to take that all into consideration, sweetie. And there's like one of the things where you like the wire itself dips so low that you feel like your feet are gonna touch the roof of one of the buildings. It's totally not, but it looks like it's so close to you. You start to like almost panic. Uh, You're like, uh, like uh, Jose, uh, we need to make it tighter. I need Please, to lift my you... feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, overall it was really cool. And then we got to at, the, at that same park, we got to drive through the jungle and under and like through caves and stuff like that. It was really cool. You drive any vehicles or? Um... I, I got Sam to drive. I took video of it. And what's uh, this like a jeep, like a safari? It's like, thing, um, like driving around. Yeah, so the the vehicle itself is like a, a like a John Deere. I want to say it's like a golf cart in a sense, like a rugged golf cart. So it's got like, you know, mud wheels on it and all that stuff. But it's like a some sort of John Deere vehicle. Um, and it's like a just like a like a three gear, like a, an automatic, I guess. Uh, yeah. So it's automatic. You you push it forward. You push the. The gear forward, it goes forward. You push it back, goes back. You put it in the middle, it goes neutral. So, okay, so it's it's not anything complex. No, no. And the uh, the only other thing in the vehicle is like a, a a parking brake, basically. Oh, that's really cool, though. Yeah. So you didn't drive it. You just let Sam drive. I no, no, wanted... I d- I didn't drive it. I I thought about driving it, but I was like, you know what? I actually want to film the experience. And, oh, okay. Uh, and so, so you don't trust Sam with the camera? I get it. It makes sense. Well, the for the last time I gave her the camera <laughs> while we were ziplining, she didn't record anything other than her feet. So, oh uh, baby, why didn't you record anything? <laughs> I might have died. At the end of the video, I'll show it to you when I see you next. At the end of the video, she's like, "I don't think I got anything." Oh, yeah, you totally didn't get anything. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, it was it was good. It was good. It was a really fun vacation. I did wanted to mention bringing it back to technology is that before I left, I did buy a couple of things that uh, I think is like super useful for anyone going on any vacation and they should probably so, consider getting. These are your vacation <coughs> tech tips? Yeah, these are my vacation tech tips. <clears throat> and so basically uh, the, the I bought two things. I bought a USB-C to lightning cable. Um, and I also bought an anchor. I think it's a five port with USB-C. Um, it's like a, uh, a a power station, basically. And so it, it so can, you could charge multiple things at once, like exactly a, a hub, a USB a, a hub, hub yeah. Um, and yeah, this thing. Um, the reason I bought that specific one is because it it uh, it has fast charging. Uh, and I got the USB-C because uh, Apple does fast charging over USB-C. Um, and dude, this thing came so clutch, just being able to, you know, charge your watch, charge your iPad, charge all of your devices, uh, just to make sure that they were topped up while you were there. So when you go to the pool, if you wanted to read or the amount of times I just fast charged my phone, because while we're in the room, we would be on our phones, um, just fast charge the phone so that we could go to dinner or we could go somewhere. It was like so useful. So like anybody going on any sort of vacation, instead of worrying about taking multiple adapters to plug things into the wall, especially if they charge via USB, just pick up one of these hubs, grab one adapter, especially if you're like going to Europe or something, um, 
it makes sense. So let me ask you a question talking about charging all these different devices here. Yeah. Um, many people say when they go on vacation, you should kind of disconnect a little bit. Like I understand your camera, you want to capture the fo- uh, photos and videos, but we're talking about like iPad, this, that, like, did you guys ever disconnect or were you always like both with your phones? Well, we'd have our phones time. for like, like you were just saying, photos and video, but like we weren't, there wasn't Wi-Fi everywhere so we could actually be on Instagram or anything like that, you know? Uh, so the only time we could connect again was when we were back in our room and that was like to upload photos or check, check our email, like our personal email and any social media we wanted to. But like, I would say majority of the time we were disconnected. For the iPad and stuff, like I asked you to send me some video. The iPad was so that we'd have something right. to watch in the evenings. And then I also had my ebook reader so that we were out on the beach. I could read something while in the sun. <clears throat> if I wasn't in the pool, obviously. Right. But yeah, of course. If, if you're on vacation, I totally agree. You should disconnect uh, in, in some sort of way. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to bring things that will enhance your vacation so you're not getting to a point where you're bored or anything like that. No, I, I agree 100%. I just, like you said, at some other point in in past vacations, you probably were using your phone and stuff like that because you're so bored. And, you know, I was just wondering on this vacation, because you were so entertained and you always had something to do, I'm assuming it became only more of capturing the moment versus, you know, sitting around and using it because it's so boring and it's just become repetitive. no yeah definitely it wasn't it wasn't out of boredom it was just like hey we have like we did all this stuff today we're just gonna do you know we're gonna hang out for the rest of the evening um we're gonna we're gonna hang out for the rest of the evening right um and so it'd be like hey like let's just watch a movie on the ipad because they had a chromecast there on the tv really That's but interesting. i but i couldn't use it like Nothing because would, nothing would stream to it. It would just like. And now is this an because error. you had an iOS device? No, it think? was weird because like I I could get, I finally could get like Netflix to work. But like if I yeah, tried to Netflix play, is something that should work from any device. But if I tried to play anything from like uh, like uh, Infuse or tried to play anything from Plex, like it just it wouldn't work. And the internet, and it's not the internet connection because the internet connection there was like, when I showed it to you, it was bad because it was good. It was like a hundred down, a hundred up. That is amazing. Especially because I've only been to Cuba and to, to hear that, you know, the connection speeds in, in Mexico, which makes sense because it's like, you know, you know, United States, they have everything there. Right. So the U S is, is pretty, they're neighbors. Right. So, um, Everything's there, but, you know, going to Cuba, you know, you're lucky if you buy like a 30-minute internet card there, 20 minutes is just trying to get on. And then yeah. the last 10 minutes are like letting the Facebook load up so you don't actually get to like send a message. And it like the last time I was there, it was down every other five minutes. So to hear that you had this great connection, it was like, wow, I need a vacation to somewhere like Mexico for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so so like just to wrap it up, I would say like I would definitely do this again. Maybe not this this place because it was fairly like expensive. Right. But if we were to go somewhere else, it would be because we were going with friends. And that would help with the, you know, having the not having all the activities. 
is because now you can occupy your time with hanging out with your friends, going to the pool, having food, drinks, and all that stuff. So, I guess so. we have to talk about a vacation in the future. <laughs> we do, for sure. I think I've said it in the past. I'm 100% down. And, uh, yeah, I guess, like, uh, wrapping up the whole vacation uh, thing here, I'm happy to have you back. I do want to hit a topic that you you actually messaged me about. And it was uh, it was on a topic list. It was something about the Samsung. I, I do want you to clarify that. That's actually oh funny. yeah okay. So I thought it was really interesting. Everybody knows that the Samsung Galaxy S7s, the Note 7s, were exploding, and then all airports were like, "Hey, like you can't have these on the planes." Mexico actually still has above every like uh, boarding area. They actually have displays, two displays. One of the displays will cycle through like random notices. One of the notices is still like, if you have a Galaxy Note 7, <laughs> you need to tell us because it's not allowed on the plane. That's uh, hilarious. And I wonder like if you go there with like anything that resembles a Note 7, do they have to like investigate it now? Like wh which one is this? Is and this actually, the exploding one? <laughs> is this the, because they did come up with the fan edition, right? They did. Which yes. is still a Note 7. So like. How do they clarify at this point that this is the fan edition? How do you get there? And they're like, well, looking at the serial number, like, how is how does this work? I wonder. I, I don't know. The, the thing I thought was interesting, though, is that Sam had noticed that during certain flights, they had security guys there. And at any point in time, they could actually pull you aside and, like, go through your stuff and ask you questions. Like, that wasn't the case for our flight. I guess it it was because we weren't traveling within South America. We were just right. going back home. But um, I thought it was in interesting. Maybe if you had a, a Samsung Galaxy S7 that they they would, you know, confiscate it from you or something. Not even. They'd tackle you to the ground. Terrorists! Yeah. Terrorists! <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know how they act upon any of it. But, like, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. We're sitting down eating and... Uh, and I noticed that I, I couldn't tell what the sign was originally because we were so far away from one. But when we sat down to eat, we we're so close to one. I was like, that's a that's a Galaxy Note 7 notice. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I wonder if this is just like they they didn't take it down because it's still relevant. Or at some point, they're just like, and I know all, any Samsung listener is going to hate me, but they're like, Samsung's garbage, so just <laughs> bring it around here. We don't want this garbage. Uh, I, ha I highly doubt it's the second part, but maybe it's just laziness. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. It's and just maybe like, they you run know? into a lot of people who still have a Galaxy Note 7. Like, the, from what I understand, you know, from back when this happened, Samsung basically said like, hey, you got to trade your Note in. And everyone's like, nah, mine's good. It didn't explode. Like, I don't need to. Like, so there's still a good portion of people who, like, didn't do what they should have in the sense. And they sense. didn't, like, deactivate them? Because I heard that was a thing. They were going to deactivate them or, like, stop. I, I, th I think them. that they, through, like, firmware, they were going to, like, reduce the battery, overall battery capacity. So oh, you okay. couldn't overcharge them or something like that. But, again, both you and I know that you could probably work around that via, like, oh, for sure. routing or something like that. So um so you had a great vacation yes i missed you i cried i miss you too you're man. back <laughs> you're back we gotta get together we gotta yeah i want my fucking you know. watch yeah for real <laughs> I had this watch for way too long bro it it probably has like eight updates now <laughs> you're gonna get it and it's like updating one month later <laughs> <laughs>
No, yeah, for sure. We got to meet up. We got to schedule something and, and get together. So there's there's a lot that's happened since you've been gone, though. And a yeah. lot that's happened when you got back. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. But uh, it's been a busy week with uh, Google I.O. Yeah. And, holy, uh, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I, Google, I, I think we try I not. Think, I'm going to be straightforward. We try not to swear on this show, but this def, this episode is definitely going to have the E next to it for explicit because yeah, I am be not beeping out up. any of the cuss words we say. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, our last episode actually had cuss words. You didn't you didn't bleep them out. Yes, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Google I.O. blew everyone's fucking mind. Yeah. Fuck. Holy shit. If, yeah, if you haven't already, and we're going to talk about it probably a little bit later, but if you haven't already watched the video about Google Duplex, do yourself a favor and go watch the video about Google Duplex, please. Yeah. And if you're like me and you're skeptical, you're kind of like, that's that's not AI. That's somebody was talking for sure. That's bullshit. <laughs> because Dude. you're just like, no way. That is not AI. That is not. Because... Dude. Even if it's like it's years off, but man, that is fucking amazing. Um, well, now, but what did you, know, you want to? What did you want to cover first on Google I/O? Google I/O. There's so much. I think a lot of it has to do with like AI. First of all, yeah, is like well, the a lot thing. of there's no hardware right now, Google, right? It's all yeah. software. A lot of what happened at Google I, I, I/O was AI related or some sort of machine learning or. Yeah, or some sort of machine learning stuff, right? Um, including duplex, including the, the 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 Google Maps camera stuff, like the AR stuff. That's all machine learning. That's really cool. Um, uh, there's so much that, like, literally, we'd have to have like two to three episodes to really get into detail. So, so I for, think we should just kind of yeah. So for this episode, what do you want to jump into, like, immediately? What do you want to talk in depth about? I think I think we should talk about uh is very interesting the gestures. Okay, so you know what? Let's <sighs> talk about gestures. First of all, I do want to say that I am currently on the Pixel 2 XL on the Android P beta. Okay. To the public beta. Are the gestures in there? It it's got the gestures okay. in here. That's cool. So I've been using the gestures ever since the beta came out. Yeah. Uh, it is an option right now in the beta. I don't know if the final release, I'm assuming the final release would be the same thing under settings, under gestures. You can still use no gestures. Oh, you can switch At least back. you can switch back to having your uh, back button, your home button and your recent. Let's, and also let's clarify what we mean by gestures for everybody listening. Uh, basically in Android P, uh, Google has built in a new way of navigating through the UI. So previously you would have the three buttons in the lower section of your phone, which would be home, recents, and back, right? Right. Um, and now they've switched that to, I'm going to use this. It's not the most accurate term, but it's they've changed it to a more um, iPhone 10 style single bar that does multiple actions depending on how you interact with it would that be correct yeah it's it's slightly iphone 10 ish yeah at the same time it's a little bit different yeah uh, like the interactions aren't the same i know the biggest difference that i saw was that to go home it's tap the bar and not actually swipe up right so swiping up okay so it gets a little getting used to when you first use it uh myself 
there's some things I found like I can't get used to because I did use the iPhone 10. So I'm just trying to use the same gesture yeah. and it doesn't work like that. And there's some really cool things about it too. So, um, I don't know if you can really see this. I'm showing you on the video and I'll explain it while I'm doing it. But this bar down here is kind of like swipe up once. So it's your home button. You swipe okay. up once and you, you get your recents, right? Yeah. And then you swipe up again and it takes you to your, uh, your launch, to your app drawer, yeah, your, your app, app drawer. drawer. Yeah. Okay. So another cool thing you can do is like down here, you can actually just, uh, I'm trying to show you while doing this. Swipe between app open applications. Yeah. I've seen this. So you can just, uh, man, I cannot show you on this video. Forget it. Anyways, you can just use this to go in between. And that's a really cool feature. Um, and yeah, another thing is I noticed you swiping still have a up. back button there, though. You do have a back button because, number one, if they got rid of the back button, that's, like, very shameful. Because when anybody who's on an Android that switches over to an iOS device, and iOS is just all gestures. Most of the back um, actions are gestures yeah. versus an Android where you have the back button. There, there. Just to clarify, everyone knows there is a back button in every app, but most of the time people probably just use the gesture of swiping right. across. It's the, it's the way yeah it's the way you navigate the the OS. It's but very that, gesture. that that doesn't exist in Android, so they no. have to have a back button. They do have a back button, and the back button in in most cases with me, I love it, and a lot of Android people love the back button. Yeah, I think it would be a sin to get rid of it right now. Um, so yeah, I I like it. One thing they did that I don't like, and I'm hoping they're gonna change is when you swipe down. Yeah, you used to have. Okay, so I'm talking about the notifications here. When you go to the top of your Android screen, depending on your device, some some custom I, UIs, you swipe from the bottom. Yeah. But you swipe down, you go to your notifications, and you get the clear all for your notifications. But at the top, you have your, your uh, toggles. Yeah. And there used to be settings right there. And now you got to swipe it all the way down for settings to show up at the bottom, the settings uh, cog, right? Okay. And I think that is really annoying. It should be the first swipe down settings like it used to be should be there, but it's not. So that and really bothers me. You I'm, can't customize that in any sort of way in the no, default there isn't, Android? No, I haven't found anything to customize that. Okay. I'm hoping they change that. Also, when you go to recents right now, they don't have a clear all. They did say they're bringing that back. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Uh, okay. So the whole UI has been redesigned, the whole uh, material look. Yeah, I um, saw. It. Listening it looks to. Okay, so it's a love it or hate it. So listening to Power Cycle Podcast, uh, Mr. Mike hates it, who uh, went to graphic design with you at the same school. Okay. Yeah. And he says it's a waste of space. It's ugly. It's very iPhone-ish. He doesn't like it. I don't have the but same But he also, opinion. in the last episode I listened to, said each of these companies is trying to become more like the other. So it shouldn't surprise him that this is happening. Right. But me... In yeah. my opinion, you like I like it. it. Yeah, I do like it. I I have both used previous and now, and the reason I like it is even in settings they've made it very like colorful now. Okay, and I do like it because it looks like um, <laughs> an iPhone. If, <laughs> it's okay, iPhone ish. I know. I'm just but it just <laughs> it just looks like um, when you have the old style. Uh, how do I explain this? A phone is supposed to be, in my opinion, just being like someone who's not into graphic design and graphic language and understanding any of that. Yes. But when I look at a phone and like an iPhone, it looks a lot more user-friendly versus an Android looks more like 
technical, if that makes any sense. When you go to Samsung, though, they kind of copy the iPhone, the iOS UI, so it yeah. looks more friendly, right? So when you're going to settings and it looks like a professional like list, it's kind of taunting, right? It's a little scary if it makes any sense. Yeah. But yeah. then when you go in there and it's like so divided and colorful and everything, it makes it like easier for a lot of people to just be like, oh, okay, that's the blue one or that's the green one or whatever. Yeah. And same thing with the circle. So I, I think they're in the right direction and making it look better. And that's just and, my And again, opinion. this is a beta and they will tweak this, this is a beta, until right. October when they release it, right? Like, And the beta is actually very usable. It's, it's, it's pretty stable. I've used okay. it for a few days now. I haven't had really any issues. The only thing I've noticed so far is that so I can't is, use... So is uh, Mike using the beta? No, not from what I know, at least not in this last episode. I think their last okay. episode was before Google I.O., so the beta wasn't even out yet. Okay. It's just he's I seen know videos. one of the big announcements that they made was that they've, they've so they, they changed Material Design. It's called Material Design 2.0. And right. I think the biggest takeaway from that, from and I'm, uh, just for clarification, yes, me and Mike went to school. I don't know if he does anything design-related now. I am a UX designer at the company that I work for. And so like seeing the change in material design, the biggest feature takeaway was the customization that a designer or a team can do to material design to make it fit within material design constructs, but actually look and feel a different way for the app that you are creating for your own brand. So I think it's a step in the right direction. I didn't see anything about changes to spacing or anything like that. So I haven't fully dived into it, but I myself on a daily basis build apps with the material design look in mind. So um, I'm pretty excited about it. Going back to what awesome. you're saying. I also wanted to show you another feature that I found out the hard way and that was, uh, you know, when you flip your phone over and you go into landscape mode, uh, you have auto rotation on. It would just rotate, right? Yeah. Well, now because they don't have that recent button, they give you two options now. You could turn that on, right? If you don't want that on, because you know how sometimes you're in bed, you're on an angle, your phone goes into landscape mode. It's annoying, right? Yeah. They gave you this really cool little button. If you look at my phone, I'm going to show you on video here and I'm going to explain it. You turn the phone over and you'll see that little icon just pop oh, up cool. there and tell you, you hit that, um, if I can do it on the video here, you hit it and it, sorry, I couldn't do it. So Anyways, you hit that icon. you hit it and it changes and it will, the orientation. The orientation of your phone. Nice. So I think that's a really cool little thing. And that's because sometimes you are in, in weird, you know, circumstances where you're tilting the phone or even like a photo you got and you're trying to look at it and then it flips over into, you know, um, to horizontal uh, yeah, yeah landscape. to landscape mode sorry landscape mode and then you're like no no i want to keep it and then you got to go into settings and turn off the auto rotate which is simple on most phones it's right there in the notifications but i thought that was cool that is and pretty that's cool something new too i just uh, thought it's really interesting that even though you've rotated the phone for everybody who's who's listening when he rotates the phone he gets an icon he taps the icon it changes the orientation but i thought it was really interesting that your actual your swipe up, like your home button, doesn't change from being on the right side now to the bottom. So the button actually changes orientation in the sense of... Um, it flips, I, but it stays where it is, right? Right. It flips, but it stays where it is. So if you were to, if I were to swipe this way, the arrow would actually change in ah, which direction see, it's showing, right? Okay, that's cool. 
And do you find so, with yeah. Android P like a lot of apps still have the black bar at the bottom of them, or are they all utilizing this new look? Like I I don't um, know I don't know if that's enforced like OS wide or is that something each app has to do themselves? No, it's enforced. Oh okay. So it doesn't matter which app you go to, it automatically will have that new oh, okay style. That that bar is like a separate. Uh, entity of on its own right it's like, it's the bar it, was that, it doesn't was that, was that pocket cast yeah okay. it is it is pocket <laughs> okay. cast yeah so um you uh you don't have a choice i think the the app developers can't change the buttons i know they can't like it's always okay. the same button i i didn't know that yeah, i didn't so, know if you could have like the old style in one app or two apps and just have it because it was enforced by the actual app and not the os right i, so did, I, I didn't think, know how it worked I think in the show notes, uh, you should put actually a link to uh, maybe all the features that are on Android P because there's way too many for us to list. Oh, yeah. There's like um, dashboard. That looked really oh, cool. Oh, there's dashboard. There's like um, there's new battery um, yeah. like uh, system like uh, to save battery. Uh, I forgot the name of it right now. There's yeah, just so like, much. It tells you when there's so much apps yeah. are using your battery. There's a ton of great features. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely put it in the show notes for, for you guys. Put to, in the show notes. Out. Um, another really cool thing that I think is an awesome feature and that's Google lens. And that's, uh, they're now giving you the option to look at a photo and I'm assuming this is new because I've never used this before. Really? Google lens you has can been look at out it, for a while, but they're improving. It has it. been out for a yeah. while, but they've, they've given some improvements. I don't know if it's Google lens got these updates today. I think, I mean, not today, but when they were announced, everyone got them. You don't have to be on the Android P, yeah. but if I look at a photo with, um, like writing on it, I can actually copy and paste that oh, it straight OCR. out of the photo. That's yeah. Really so, cool. it, and you can actually take like a photo of a document and convert it into a PDF. That's really cool. Yeah, so that I think that's so like cool because sometimes you are taking like a picture of a document and you do want to copy something. Yeah. And there was an app I remember on iOS I had it. There was an app that did that, but it yeah. didn't do it that well. Scanner Pro um, does that. It does yeah. OCR for so your documents. It's really cool for that to be built in. Photos, they're talking also, about some new stuff. I also stuff. think is really weird. I also think if you import document to notes, I remember Apple talking about OCR, like searchability when it comes to things being in notes, but I could be wrong. So I think notes also does it if you import stuff. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. There's some new stuff coming out in photos, like turning old black and white photos into colored photos. Okay. There's also um, some stuff that was promised like a year ago for photos and that was taking obstructions out of the way or something like that. Okay. And everyone's like, what happened to that? It never ended up coming to flourishion, but we'll see. Uh, Google Assistant got six new voices, and coming out soon will be John Legend's voice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, um, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, really cool. a, lot of really... a lot of cool things that came out of Google I.O. Let, but we Too have many to, cool we have, things. Sorry, we have to talk about Duplex. Duplex, We have to talk everyone. about Duplex, yeah. Duplex... duplex was a so demo. explain to people. Okay. So basically what happened was um, the CEO of Google, uh, I think his name is Sundar Pichai. I'm good, probably just butchered his name, but he came out on stage and he's like, hey, we've been doing some really great stuff with the Google Assistant. Uh, one of the things that we were working on is called Google Duplex. And essentially what the feature is, is you can ask Google 
to make an appointment. Let's say, and their example they used was, uh, I need the Google Assistant to make me a hair appointment um, in the future, right? Um, and the Google Assistant will make a call will make a call, like a phone call on your behalf to make that the appointment. Hair salon. And so they, right. they showed us an example and it's it's the Google Assistant or so the supposed Google Assistant. Some people are skeptical. Um, and Myself being one of them. I'm sorry. That just sounds... If that's the Google Assistant, I am like, you are a god. Well, but you it, it is mean? possible and I'll go into... I'm the, pretty sure it actually is. I'm just saying they yeah. did like... It's impressive. No, if like again, if it is the Google Assistant, which I believe it right. is, this is the most impressive thing I've ever seen out of an AI in my life. We, before I go into this tangent, I'm going to finish what I was saying. Uh, okay, so basically, yes, we we see a demo. If you go online, and I'll also put it in the show notes. Um, By the way, see- before you put that in the show notes, just letting you know, there is a link to all of them. There are, are a lot more calls they did. Oh yeah, yeah. They you have an entire out, yeah. they have an entire like blog post where they show off what it has done or what it's able to do. And uh, I've listened to like all of them, and they're just equally impressive. Yeah, it's mind blowing. This is the most mind blowing thing to come out of Google I/O. And so, going back to what I was just saying, basically the assistant called a hair salon and made an appointment on behalf of what I'm assuming is not a real client named Lisa. And the assistant is impressive in the sense where it understands the nuances of conversation and can respond accordingly. And so if you have the chance after this podcast, check that video out. It's the most mind-blowing thing you'll ever see. You will have one of two reactions. You will be one of the people who goes, holy shit, that is the most amazing thing ever. I can't wait for this. Or you will be like some people in the world who are like, no, this is not good. I don't like this. Right. That's, that's been basically the two sides of this conversation um, of we can't do this. This is not this is not possible. The people on the phone should know that this is a robot, which actually came out recently that Google says they, that they will be are working on a, a way to basically say. And that's as easy as the Google assistant saying, hi, I'm calling on behalf of a client. I am their Google virtual assistant. Um, so they've like, actually come up with a statement. They are going to do that. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, they are going to do that. I'm just saying it's as easy as if if their natural language is there, they can just say it in the start of the conversation. Hi, it's the Google Assistant for my client Lisa. I'm calling on on I'm sorry. I'm calling on behalf of Lisa to make an appointment for blah blah blah. Right. So let me ask you a question because just we're on the topic here. Have you ever watched the movie Her? No, I haven't. Okay, so this totally reminds me of like the movie Her. Like I could imagine this Google Assistant or some type of AI in the future yeah. having a relationship with a person. That this is what the movie's based on. Yeah. With a person because they're like that real. Like, real. Like, yeah, they're that yeah, real. They're, yeah, they're that real. It's insane. If you haven't listened to it, you have to go listen to it. Yeah. It's it's like like you said, it's either super scary, like my wife thinks. Yeah. Or you're like me on the other end going, wow. Like if you own a business right now, think about this. You have to order materials because you own this example, construction business. You go into your Google Assistant, make an order for this many bricks on blah 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 day. Then on Thursday, make an order for this from uh anytime from 10 p.m. to 3 p.m. at this location and your Google assistant will do all these calls during the week and just message you back and be like, 
this has been ordered uh this many and it will be here at this time uh this has been scheduled also for this day this will be here at this time like just imagine how much time you can save yes that that example you just used i think is is years off i think oh for sure i i think like the first stuff we're gonna see is the simple stuff like hey just make me an appointment for you know my driver's test you know if if you had to call for that right like i also was talking to someone and they're talking about the whole restaurant example the second example at google io that they used and i was like that's that's not an example i see ever happening and the only reason i say that is because unless it's like a very like small mom and pop shop that's suddenly very popular i don't see that happening um, because we have this technology called open table and most major restaurants use it. And if you want to make a reservation, you can literally use your Google assistant and she doesn't have to make a phone call to register yourself on open table for as many people and whatever time you want that is available. Um, I honestly so, believe, I honestly believe that the number one thing this is going to be used for yeah. is breakups. Oh, I saw I saw a really funny post about that. Did you? I like, haven't seen it, but I just uh, so someone's someone's comment was like, "Hi, I'm I, I'm gonna use these like I'm gonna use this to break up with my girlfriend." And then someone below him was like, "Hi, I'm calling on behalf of my client." And then the dude's name, and he's like, uh, "He just wants to let you know you no longer can be in a relationship together." Thank you. Bye bye. And the chick on the other line is like, "Who this bitch? What? Who this bitch? Excuse me." But yeah, it's it's really mind blowing. The the other thing, so there's another video I'm going to post in the 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 show notes. It's MKBHD's video about Google Duplex, and the reason I love his video is because he does a really great job of showing you how such small nuances like the word um can change the way you feel about uh, a robot or not knowing that a robot is an AI or you know that it's fake. You know, because there's in that second example, the dude picks up the phone that the Google assistant picks up the phone and says, hi, um, I like would like to make a reservation for six people on the Wednesday, the 7th. The dude didn't like the AI didn't need to use um like that's a filler right. word. It's a filler word that humans use because we're trying to think of what we're trying. The next thing we're about to say. An AI doesn't need to use that word and it uses that word and it makes the experience ever the more real for the other person listening. It's absolutely mind-blowing. It is mind-blowing. And I'm assuming eventually this technology will be in your Google Home, right? And uh, you'll be talking to Google Home just like they were a person. Well, that's another uh, update they were coming out with is not having so many pauses and having to say, oh, I'm not going to say the trigger word, but... Uh, oh okay, yeah, no. They're you know, saying you can say right? "Hey Google," and then you know, is it "Hey Google," right? You can use both. Okay, so yeah, you say "Okay Google" or "Hey Google," and instead of you know, like, uh, tell me about Kevin Hart, and then she'll answer you or he'll answer you depending on the voice, and then immediately following up, she's always been able to do this really well. But you won't have to say "Hey Google" again. You can say, uh, "How tall is he? Uh, what was the last movie he was in?" These more natural conversation flows that will allow you to just get the attention of your assistant and just continue to have an informative conversation with them, which is really impressive. 
So it's just like it, like you said, duplex is just I don't know. It's just it's super mind blowing. Out of this world. It's out of this <laughs> world, people. It is. It's just like uh, it's just because you're so used to a world where you pick up anything that has AI, like a robot on the other end, you can tell immediately. Hello. In the conversation. This is the CRA. We yeah. are calling to, you know, fuck. Like, yeah. Like, just imagine be like, hello, this CRA. Um, I think that you should, you know, like, this is yeah. going to be the future. Holy They're going to sound like a legit person. You're going to have a conversation, maybe even get angry. And that's at the point where you'll know that possibly this is AI because they won't respond in the way maybe a human that was super frustrated will. Yeah. They'll actually probably calm you down. You know what? I never even thought about it. They could probably even use it like in, and I know this sounds really bad, but like hotlines, like help hotlines. Could, yeah. Because well, someone like, else would have to develop that tech, but like Google's not going to develop I mean, like to... it's endless. It's endless possibilities oh, for yeah, this type of definitely. technology. Building an AI that is that, that, that can do language processing like that, dude. Yeah, it's it's the possibilities are endless. The other thing I will say, I'm the big Apple fan um, of this conversation generally, and I will say this makes Siri and every other uh, assistant um, look like garbage. <laughs> so yeah, huh. uh, I know they're definitely we, on we top of the talk, food chain. We did talk about you know Apple hiring Google's AI guy. And I think that might mean really good things for Apple's Siri going forward. But as of right now, just the thought of Google putting out duplex in the near future is just like every everyone else, Alexa, Siri, Bixby, everybody needs to catch up. Um, it's, it's not enough anymore for you to just be like Amazon and try to put your assistant in, into everything that you can possibly buy because that's been Amazon's approach. Like light switches, televisions, uh, you know, f- fridges, you know, refrigerators. Like, yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's not enough for Please you brushes, to just... brushes, bro. Yeah, it's not <laughs> enough for you to just put it in as something new. You have to make it like... Toilets. Yeah. Toilets are smart now. You know, <laughs> like seats. the thing, here's my thing though. It's like, we can't continue to call them assistants if they can't assist us with everything, right? Like if you want right. your assistant to be an actual assistant, then you have to get it to the level that Google showed off with duplex. You know, when I can ask, you know, uh, Google assistant, any possible question and they can answer it or do a task for me, they have officially become my assistant. I don't know what that means for the world of people who use Google products because that's a l- way more data that probably than probably people are willing to give up, but that is that's crazy. So to kind of not go all into Google on this episode because we can, we can. There's just way too much. Yeah, there's a lot more a lot we didn't talk about. It. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot we haven't even spoke about yet. That yeah. like, there's so much that happened at Google I. I do want to say that one of the rumors I'm super excited about with uh, Google is that they are possibly coming out with a Pixel branded watch. That's so cool. I'm super excited because you know that's been one of my major things being on uh, Android right now is yep. just having, you know, not a a legit watch made by Google. Um, so it'd be awesome to see that coming out. Uh, kind of to go into um, Google still, but um, talking about the uh, Waymo van involved in the serious collision oh, yeah. that was in Arizona. Yeah. So first of all, I want to say another big shout out to Google on having 
are they like one of the only companies out there that are doing like self-driving with no uh, no actual human being inside the vehicle? I think they're one of the only people who got permission to do that so far. Okay, so they're in the near future, that's something they talked about in Google I.O. You will be able to order these cars through yeah. your app and they will pick you up with nobody in them. Like this is happening. So that's a, uh, it's so, a Johnny cab from uh, Total Recall. It's literally just yeah, manless. Basically. So this accident, um, you know, just to go into it quick, it'll be a quick thing. There's another accident, but it had nothing to do with um, being the fault of the actual um you know, self-driving vehicle. Yeah. It was another vehicle. It, it, was it was hit by another vehicle. It was hit by another vehicle. The whole thing is like, could have, could have it done anything to prevent, you know, the accident of maybe being hit or whatever. At the same time, if you've watched the video, there's a small little clip. Basically, uh, another car at an intersection cuts off a car that's coming on the opposite direction, on the other opposite lane. Yeah. And they swerves out of the way not to hit this other car, not to T-bone it. And goes into the Waymo van and uh, hits it. Of course, like head on uh, on the side, it looks like, but head on definitely for the other vehicle. No one's passed away. There's been injuries. No, the injury but was. But there's no uh, deaths. There is a lady who was in the Waymo car and she's okay. She was in the hospital. I think she had minor injuries, but like otherwise she was okay. Like, I think and right I, now. I, think the biggest piece on this is I didn't like how the news was reporting this because it made it sound like another autonomous vehicle caused an And that's accident. what I wanted to say. Yeah, I'm kind of tired and sick of like the news picking out whatever they want just to get headlines yeah. and just to get readers out there because they're doing this on purpose. And they've done it with uh, Tesla and now they're doing it with this. There's like major accidents where people are dying every day. They're not being reported. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it's ridiculous that any accident that happens with you know, any type of um, self-driving vehicle becomes like top news. It could be like, oh, the vehicle got a flat tire and it hit the curb. And all of a sudden it's like another accident. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's ridiculous. Like the media is sometimes it's just, it's, it's, it's kind it's of sad. It's kind of it's annoying. annoying. It's, it's, I agree. It's it kind of annoying. Like, especially in this case where like the way, if you were to take the Waymo vehicle out of this scenario, let's just say that was a regular van, you would have never reported on this crash. No. And the, no, you and, would have never heard about and it. And let's just be clear for everyone listening. The Waymo vehicle was in traffic at a red light waiting to go when it got hit by a car coming the other way. So On the opposite direction. Not do, even going uh, yeah, in the same direction. The opposite direction. It didn't do anything. Literally anything. It was it was a part of an accident that was caused by two other human beings, and it was the focus of this news article making it sound like the Waymo vehicle had hit or crashed into somebody. You honestly, what bothered me the most, it, there was no like uh, the other vehicle that was in the way. Um, There's no explanation for that. There was no, you know, this person swerved. There was, they didn't go into detail on how the accident happened, just that this damn van was in it. You I know could, what yeah, I mean? Exactly. This self-driving the vehicle. The only thing and I it's heard just was so one of the two vehicles that was that caused the accident was running a red light. I don't know if it and was I, the vehicle going, I'm going to say east to west or the vehicle that ended up crashing that was coming north, south, especially in the video. That's the way I'm going to talk about right. it. Again, I'll put the video in the show notes just for anybody who wants to watch it. Uh, but, but I, I don't know which one of them ran the red light. Cause I don't, I can't remember. Um, 
but I can't even tell yeah. by the video, to be honest, if it was the vehicle that hit. Um, what I'm talking about when it comes to them releasing this information on the accident is that, yes, there is that information now. But initially, when it first came out, they they updated it later on. So before they even knew anything, it was just like, oh, self-driving vehicle. Let's get that on there. Right away, there was an accident with another self-driving. They didn't know what happened, why it happened, but they had to get it out there. Well, it's and integral for them because it, it came out of Arizona, right? The Uber crash was in Arizona. Right. And they're like, oh, look, another another self-driving vehicle in Arizona got into an accident. Even though like they didn't even do a good job of making sure to clarify the whole story on how the autonomous vehicle was the vehicle to get hit by another vehicle. Uh, while not doing anything, like literally right. while not doing anything, like the vehicle couldn't move, even if it wanted to, even if it detected something was about to hit it, it couldn't move cause it was stuck in traffic. Um, yeah, so that's, that's basically, I just, yeah, that's just dumb. annoying. We're going to, it's going to be the happening point, now. I would say just for everybody, the point of all this, of us talking about this is. We would like autonomous vehicles to become a thing, and we don't like that the news continues to, you know, play it off like every Waymo, you know, or any autonomous vehicle accident is the fault of the autonomous vehicle and not a human being on the other end of the crash. Right. Do you want to do you want to go into anything else, Google? I know I put something else on the list there. You want to talk about the soundbar? We can talk about the soundbar. Yeah, you I know, don't know. I, I, I would be honest. I didn't get to look up the soundbar, so you, it's all you, dude. Okay, so uh, I'll let you know a little bit about the soundbar. Actually, it's just for me. It's interesting. It's uh it's a Google is partnering with a JBL for an Android TV soundbar. Okay, so. This isn't huge news. This isn't like amazing, but to me, it's really cool being somebody like in media wise. Let's say you have this this soundbar, which JBL makes quality soundbars, right? They do. So you know it's going to be a quality um, device. And now you have the Google Assistant on there, plus you have Android TV. Wait, so wait the Android the, TV is built into the soundbar? Correct. Oh, no way. That's so dope. Yeah. Cool. So Android TV is built into the soundbar and Google Assistant. So now once you connect this through HDMI, you'll have all the features of Google, uh, uh, Android TV, sorry. Yeah. So you'll have like, you know, your Netflix, your whatever you want, any app you can get on there, whatever you want, plus the Google Assistant. So like the OK Assistant, I'm, I'm trying not to trigger all yeah, my yeah, uh, yeah, Google yeah, stuff here. Yeah. The OK Assistant stuff, uh, pause this, fast forward. Anything you uh, get in a even, home device, right? Right. It'll even give you options of changing like uh, to go to Xbox or something like That's that, really right? That's really cool. So, plus the quality soundbar. So, if you want to listen to music, right, that's one of the main things. Like, hey, play my playlist. The TV doesn't even have to be on. You can listen to your playlist. I just thought it was really cool. Something even in the future I'll probably purchase. Yeah, no, I think it's... Did they give a price? I don't think there's any price. I think it's just all uh, kind of like uh, FC... um, Google is partnering with JBL to a hybrid. But they that announced blends this at I.O., sound. so did they not announce a price? I don't think this was... Was this I.O.? I, I just this read this up. Oh, yeah, definitely. They have, like, it really good been, pictures yeah. of this thing, so I'm assuming... They do have I. really good pictures, and it looks good, too. Um, but, yeah. I don't know if they've re- would you, released... Well, are you uh, going to consider buying this thing? Oh, for sure. I will consider buying this 100%, because it takes away so many devices. You've, you've just taken away... Th- my Google Home Mini doesn't have to be on top of my TV. 
like yeah. around my TV. That's why I have two of them. I keep one in the living room around my TV, which is awful because when you're listening to any video on YouTube that says, okay, assistant, that's it. It's going off like crazy. Yeah. Uh, it takes away my Nexus player and yeah. my soundbar, which you know is not the greatest, but does the job. It takes that away as well. It upgrades that. So I have three devices in one. So all those things taking up all those space and being everywhere are all in one spot. How much? So you, okay, so th- I can confirm they didn't. They didn't talk about a price. It was announced at Google I/O, and it's probably coming out sometime later this year. But what do you think you would pay for something like this? Like considering okay, that it's what a JBL would, soundbar, right? What do you right. think it's going to cost? I think it's going to be around at least, I'd say the five hundred dollar mark. Yeah, I, I would even go as far as to say like six or seven hundred dollars. Six or seven hundred, depending on because soundbars alone, like quality soundbars uh cost a few hundred dollars on their own a google assistant right you're looking at another what is it 79 dollars canadian yeah right um and then you're looking at the google uh the uh the android tv which is another hundred dollars you know back then when they had the nexus player so you're looking at a few devices put in together yeah i could say maybe five six maybe even up to 700 i think 700 you kind of be pushing it um, okay. I don't know how many this people is, would so buy this it. This is really interesting. We have. I just looked up uh, a couple of soundbars here, right? Uh, all made by JBL, and they range anywhere from one hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know if this is U.S. or Canadian, so um, bear with me. Uh, let's just say they're U.S. Um, and then their highest one is six ninety nine, but that's because it's a five point one. So it comes with. So it has like yeah. surround speakers that are wireless and exactly. a subwoofer. This doesn't look like it has any of that. So you know what? So if it's just you know, a soundbar, it could yeah. be like a hundred or two hundred dollars. Because there's another right. soundbar here that doesn't have a sub that comes with it, and it's it's literally hundred and fifty bucks. So. And this for sure is going to be like a recycled uh, soundbar, anyways, with probably just a bunch of microphones everywhere to pick up the uh, assistant, um, like when you're calling out for the assistant to pick yeah. up your voice. But I think it's going to most likely be a recycle. You know, they're using like, you know, hardware they already have laying around for JBL. So you're right. This knowing Google, Google fashion, they're either going to go super premium yeah. or they're going to go right in the middle. Right. They're not they're not going to I don't know if they'll go budget. They haven't been budget for a while. So I think it'll be like that medium. I don't think they'll go super premium. There might be later on. It might be start being a thing. And they'll become super premium. And like you said, coming in 5.1 with subwoofer and everything, then that's something also that's that's appealing. And we also got to consider awesome. they sell the Google Home Max, right? That's $499 US, right? Or is that $499 right. Canadian? So like it's not um, like it's not like they don't already sell something like a speaker that is expensive, right? You're so, right. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, because the because that's not even a soundbar, right? No, it's but not. But that it's also has like a big that has a big woofer in it, though. Yes. That definitely. has, like, this This probably doesn't have but, a lot but of bass. But you know what I for... wouldn't doubt, though, is that, that Google is working with JBL to finally make maybe more of these type of devices. Because imagine a, in a world where you can buy, let's say, a couple of Maxes and that soundbar and make actually a 7.1 or 5.1 surround right. sound. You know, like, it's, no, it's I'm, only a I'm matter totally... of time till they go the Sonos route of, hey, you can buy one Sonos, and that's great. But you can actually make a surround sound system with a, a bunch of different Sonos systems together. So Yeah, I'm t- totally looking forward to this. Yeah, so yeah, so I think we should expect it to be anywhere, I'm going to say anywhere between $250 to $600. 
Um, I agree. And, I agree. I'd say over the 250, but I agree. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably 600 and under. Yeah, definitely. Like if it's anything above that, I don't think anybody would buy it. I don't think so either. It depends um, if you don't have something already in that. Like if you just bought a Google Home Mini and you have like, uh, you know, an Android box or whatever they call them or like a Chromecast. Yeah. This would be useless, right? Yeah. This would just, probably have the feature. Like, this will have the feature of casting as well, right? So I just feel like you can buy those three different pieces separately, especially on sales or deals, and get them for cheaper. If it's if it's way too expensive, I can buy a soundbar, let's say uh, an Nvidia Shield, which runs Android basically, um, and a uh, and a Google Home Mini, and and replicate this as the same experience. The only problem is, like you were saying earlier, is that now I have three devices that I have to put on on my stand instead of one device. Right. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, I guess we'll see where that goes. I, I think it's really interesting. So, should this episode just be called Google News? Uh, no. <laughs> this no. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. I, oh, I one wanna... last thing about one last thing about Google though is that uh, they might end up making it mandatory for security updates with the new OEM agreements. So on their ROMs, they'll be doing the work when it comes to the updates, uh, the security patches. Okay. So when you get like an update, uh, when it comes to a security patch, not OS, but a security patch, Yeah. it'll be in there. So you won't be left behind on security patches, which I think is like an important step. I honestly, I read a, a comment and I, and I agree with it. They should just, they should do what like windows and, and, um, computers do like Linux and everything is, they take care of the OS, uh, the OS and then just let the manufacturers take care of drivers and like their own bloatware. Yeah. They should be the ones to do the OS and then let, you know, Samsung take care of drivers. They've already built partnerships, like man. That's the problem. The problem with the world we live yeah. in when it comes to Android is that they've already built major partnerships with all of these companies and they've been allowing them to skin this OS for so long that if you were to yeah. take that ability away, and that's why... And we haven't covered it in any of our episodes. I'm going to mention the word treble. The reason... Yeah, we have to cover that The soon. reason why treble exists is because Google is trying to figure out how they can update the fundamental OS, the underlying OS, and still allow Samsung and whoever to put their, I'm going to call it a visual layer above, you know, to skin it for the phone. And if they can get everybody on board with that, then they'll be in control of when the OS updates. And because they've put in the software to uh, skin it in a good way, um, basically it should never break. They should be able to allow every phone in the world to update to whatever, I guess it's 9.0 now is P. With the Android P, it will be 9.0. Right? So yeah, they should allow everybody to update to 9.0 and nothing should break technically. Um, but let's but again, move on. What did work. you want to talk about, though? I do um, want to move on from Google. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, um, so everyone thought uh, we were talking about, before the show started, we were talking about Ming-Chi Kuo's um, saying that the iPhone ten isn't selling well. I think we talked about this previously, too. We did, right. It turns out it's it was the, the best-selling phone in... Uh, uh, at, at basically, Apple's four phones were the top-selling phones of, like, the last quarter. Um, or something like that. Yeah. 
So like it was the iPhone 10 was at the top, then it was the 8 plus, then it was the uh, the 8, and then there was the it was either the SE or like the 6 or 7, whatever they His still His rumors sell. were also based on like um production phones, lines. The, yeah, production lines and all that. So it wasn't based on any actual facts, right? They didn't have no, any actual No, but that's he's numbers. an analyst. None of what he says is usually based on fact. Right. Um, well, he was wrong. Yes, he was <laughs> he very was wrong. wrong. Um, yeah, so the iPhone, iPhone 10 sell, is selling really well and it's, it actually beat Apple's own expectations when it comes to, to sales. Um, so I guess cause of its price, we can both admit that it's wasn't expected to probably sell as much because, uh, it's expensive, right? 100% agreed at being a, you know, a $1,300 phone Canadian is pretty, um, it's pretty impressive to sell that many because usually people are buying, even if you buy this phone on like a, a contract with a carrier, it's still really expensive. And people usually go for like those deals, w- which are usually like Android devices like Samsung or whatever. You get the best deals on that. They give you bigger breaks. Whereas it come to Apple devices like uh, iPhones, you really don't get a break unless it's a much older device. Yeah. That's that's usually how it works. And so it's talking about buying phones, I have a surprise. Oh, uh, what? Did you buy? I didn't OnePlus? tell you about. I no, I didn't. It's not out yet. Okay. We will. We won't talk about OnePlus because I can make a whole episode about OnePlus. I've never talked about OnePlus on this podcast. In the future, <laughs> I will because the OnePlus Six is coming out. I've had many OnePlus devices uh, before, and my uh, my co-host here, Marky, knows that I am a big fan of OnePlus. But I do have a surprise for you. I'm going to show you on video now. Okay. Um, I just purchased this yesterday. Oh, it's an essential you know what phone. That is? It is an essential phone. Oh, look at that. It How is, much did you get that for? Is, That's nice. It's very pretty. It is, it is a, a gorgeous phone. So people, I'm showing him an essential phone. Um, also, the actual like the, box yeah, it I've came s- in. I've seen it unboxed. It's really nice. Have you? Yeah, yeah it's impressive, like braided and everything. That's I will say one thing about this phone. I want to give like a quick five-minute review on this have you been using it i just have it uh i got it yesterday okay uh purchased it off someone uh, here in canada yeah Uh, carriers that carry this phone are the telus and the kudo kudo's got an amazing deal where if you've got a contract with them and everything you can buy the phone for i think like four something 425 and then uh telus is a little bit more but if you go to the actual website i think it's like 599 for the phone or 499 i don't even know if that's american okay if you buy it on Amazon, it's like six hundred and something dollars plus tax. That's a good deal. This phone was like seven hundred dollars when it came out. So I purchased this with uh, an actual uh, receipt from Best Buy. So oh. the person got it as an upgrade. I purchased it for four hundred dollars, uh, brand new. Wow, that yeah, mirrored so finish is really impressive. This is uh, yes. Yeah, so this geez. phone, I will tell you one thing. This phone, can I just tell them wise, like every time you show me this phone, I can see your computer perfectly it's amazing yes so this phone is um it kind of reminds me of the iphone 5 or 4 yeah. remember that 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 um that squared out it's yep. got a it's got a awesome weight to it if that makes any sense the back is ceramic yep the sides are titanium and okay. the front is gorilla glass 5 Oh uh, and it is the original phone, as everybody knows, to have the original notch. Yeah, so it has a camera um, notch at the top for anyone. Right. Listening. It's a 5.7 inch. And as you can see, the ratio for body to bezel is just... Uh, it's, it's got a it's, slight bezel on the bottom? Right. Yes. It's got a slight yes, bezel, yes. very slight on the on the sides. 
Uh, it's just a gorgeous phone. I want to say quality wise. Yeah. This is one of the n- best phones I've held. This is like yeah. for the price, four hundred dollars. So this I have is a like, question. What are you doing with this phone? <laughs> okay, so I have this for for a few reasons. Okay. So my little five 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 minute rant here about the the quality. If it has the quality of an iPhone ten. Okay, and that's one hundred percent for four hundred dollars. You're getting quality of iPhone ten. Well, it is on Andy uh, Rubin, Android. That was the thing, right? Like when he pitched right. this phone, was like, "We want to make a a very beautiful phone that is, doesn't have to be expensive." So this phone's come out like I think it's it's almost a year now. Yeah, it doesn't have a Lam- uh, AMOLED. It does have a LCD. Yeah, it does have an LED. It's a it's a gorgeous phone. Let me just say this honestly: twenty seventeen is when this came out. It's still twenty eighteen now. It's still relevant. Four gigs, top Snapdragon processor, 128 gigs of space. Okay, by, by default, and like the only by way? default. Wow, I okay. think it's the only one by default, and unlocked from factory. Basically pure Android. It's got 8.1 on it. It is available to get the beta on it. The Android okay. P. You can download the Android P beta. Amazing. I just want to say 2017, most underrated phone. Came out with a lot of problems. Even the speaker, it's got one bottom firing speaker. It's not very bassy, but it's super clear and loud for one speaker. Um, Super, super unrated. If you can get your hands on this phone, you will not regret it. This phone is awesome. I've only used it for like a day, basically. I did put my account in use and everything. It's super underrated. The camera, they've worked a lot on it. It isn't the best camera out there, but they've worked so much on it that it's so much better now. It's 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 really good quality uh, pictures if you're not like some crazy photographer out there. The reason I got this, for many reasons, number one, you know how I am. I buy devices, I sell them for more. I'm crazy, I do that kind of stuff, yeah. right? But um, I have a friend who wants to try Android and I need like basically a pure Android device, right? Okay. And uh, this friend, his name is Marky. And I think like, <laughs> I was thinking like- That's literally he, he why needs, I asked you why you have this phone. <laughs> yeah, he needs to try something that's not going to be too big. Okay. So my Nexus, my uh, Pixel 2 XL might be a little bit too big for him because he is used to an iPhone 10. Yeah. And then he still needs to feel like a quality. So I'm actually just getting a screen protector for this and a case. For anybody who hasn't picked up it. on it, he's talking about <laughs> me. <laughs> Yes. So people, this will be the phone that my co-host Marky will try Android. This is basically pure Android on here. It's 8.1. We will see how he feels about the Android. I think he's going to love the hardware uh, side of this phone because I love the hardware side of this phone. And he gets to test it out. We'll see. That will be in an upcoming episode, people. He did not know this was going to happen. I did not tell him I was going to pop out this phone. Uh, but yes. <laughs> he did at the beginning Weird. of the show. He's like, I have something to show you. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna just do this thing over here. But I have something to show you. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's we will all be he seeing said. each other. We will be seeing each other soon. And uh, you will miss your watch. But you're You know what? I didn't Android. wear it as much in, in Mexico. And I didn't find... I think because it's so laggy, you know, it might be different when I get the one that you're going to give me, but right, uh, because it's been so laggy, like I don't use it as much in the ways that I used to. So, uh, you know, I had a moment the other day where I went to, you know, raise to wake the watch right. and it wasn't waking. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> I'm like freaking out and it would only wake if I tapped it. And then I realized theater mode was on. And oh, <laughs> I had somehow set it to theater mode accidentally. Uh, and so I thought the watch was broken for a second. 
And you know me, I would have been in, if you were like, if I was on vacation, I was in the water, I would have been like, I'm going to drown you. You will drown now. (laughs) (laughs) If you uh, do not do what I want you to do, you are drowning. (laughs) Shh, go quietly. (laughs) Um, So I want to round off the show, but I I do want to talk about, uh, you know, bringing it back from Mexico. There was a huge windstorm while I was on vacation. Yes, we've we had three fatalities. You were on vacation and it did Jeez. not feel like vacation here, dude. It did not feel like vacation at all. Uh you remember back before you went on vacation, we did have a big windstorm. Yeah. To the point where I even told you I was walking my dog and a piece of the roof of the building I live on came yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you were telling me that. Yeah. <laughs> if it fell on the side I was walking, it could have decapitated me easily. Jeez. Um so, you sent me that video while I was on vacation of you being like, right. you and the dog being blown away, basically. Like, it was bad. Yeah, it was like a hundred and something kilometers per hour winds. Jeez. Um, we did have three fatalities. Rest in peace. We had two very young, three young people. Uh, we had an 18-year-old uh, and I think a 28-year-old. Okay. Uh, the 28-year-old died on the scene and then the 18-year-old died uh, later in the hospital. Oh, they were what both, happened? they they were working on removing a tree. I think there, uh, if I'm not wrong, there was a tree like blocking a school bus or something, and they okay. went there to go remove the tree, like uh, as as a occupation, right, as a job yeah. for a down tree. There was a lot of down trees during that yeah, storm. Yeah, I saw. I think a lot they of went pictures. to go. I think uh, from the story, if I've got this correct, they went to go remove the tree. The tree fell on them. If oh, I'm if no. I'm not wrong, uh, something like that. And uh, the 28 year old passed away on scene. And then the 18-year-old passed away later in the hospital. Rest in peace to them. And, uh, oh, you man, know, that that's that's horrible. Be safe out there, uh, guys. Like, Yeah, for sure. Like, and then we have a 50-year-old. Situations. Then we have a 50-year-old gentleman, also very young. Uh, there was a lot of downed um, electrical wires. And supposedly this gentleman went to go clear it and got shocked. Oh, and my God. So people, when there's something like downed uh, electrical wires, whether you think they're alive or not, whether you think you're like, you know, safe because you're wearing rubber boots and rubber gloves, whatever this, we're talking like an amount of voltage that, as you can see, can kill you. Yeah. So just let the Don't professionals do deal with yeah. it. Don't do it. Yeah. If you're trapped at home or whatever the situation is, you just have to wait it out. Um, don't go out there and try to try to you know do anything. He's probably just trying to help the neighborhood out, or it was in his way. And I don't I don't know the scenario actually 100, percent but I know he went to go move this wire and he ended up passing away. So yeah, a huge storm while you were gone. So you left at the right moment. You were lucky you didn't get like oh man, the th- weather was, in Mexico was amazing. It was amazing, and I saw photos uh of planes trying to land. Yeah. Like, and on their second attempt, yeah, yeah, they're like all over the place, like being swung like they're toys. Man. I would have shit my pants if I was in that place. I remember flying, and I don't remember where we were coming back from, but as we were landing, a huge gust of wind hit the plane, and the the entire plane literally swayed, like, in an arc back and forth before we hit the ground. I would, I've never been so scared in my life, <laughs> never been so Dude. scared in my life. And we're flying over Pearson, right? And so where they start flying over, you're just flying over buildings, like really low buildings. Dude, we're swaying. I'm like, we're going to hit one of these buildings. There's no doubt we're going to hit one of these buildings. Finally, we get over the fence to where the actual tarmac is. Dude, I was so scared. But yeah, yeah, that's insane. I agree. I you know, rest in peace to these guys. If you're out there trying to, you know, do this, cut down trees or whatever, be safe. 
don't put yourself in any harm. If you feel like, you know, something bad could happen, like try to, you know, stay at a clear distance or whatever, because it sucks. You know, these two guys were young and, and going back to the 50 year old again, leave it to the professionals. I don't, I don't want to be, you know, you know, uh, repeating everything Mario said, but like, again, I agree with him, leave it to the professionals. They know what they're doing. Um, what else did you did you watch Infinity War while I was gone? I did. I was gonna actually bring that up movie wise. Uh, I did watch Infinity Wars. And what the hell is up with Vision, that little bitch, bro? I've never seen a character become a. I, I, yeah, there's gonna be swearing <laughs> this episode. Everyone's I've never seen a character become a little bitch. You know what? You know what? I um, our friend Ben actually told me that before I went to go watch it, that he just hated how they portrayed Vision, okay. uh, his character, and that he was, you know, portrayed like a little weak character, right? Yeah. And I didn't even listen to him, honestly, because I told him uh, yesterday, and we we went out for lunch, and I told him, hey, man, I watched the movie, and what the hell is it? He's like, I told you that. I'm like, you did? That shows how much I listened to him. But, dude, I was watching the movie, and I was like, okay, Vision, get up, bro. Get over it. Come on, do something. And he's like, he's got an infinity stone and they portrayed him like he's like, yeah, but he's, he's, um, like, I don't want to, he's I don't only alive That's because why. he has the infinity stone. It's like, it's the equivalent in a movie. If I'm trying to pull out your heart, like, that's not what I'm coming to though. That's right? not even what like, I'm getting at. What I'm getting to is sorry. When he originally was created, right. When he, when the AI became, you know, into his body, yes. right. A vision when vision was created, right. He was kicking ass, dude. Nobody wanted to mess with that guy. In this in this movie, bro, he gets cut and he's like, I'm down. Like, you're not going to see me well, again. Well, I mean, like, the I first got a little... instance of him trying to fight is is post someone trying to take the, the Infinity Stone out of his head. Like, yeah, he's definitely not going to be able to fight at that point. Like, I, don't I, know. I, I, I think, think it's... He... I think it's I think the biggest piece is, you know, people trying to fight Thanos. That's the weirdest thing. Like this dude is like three times bigger than you and 40,000 times stronger than you. And you're still going to, yeah. Like he's got like, Like, he's got like these infinity stones. I'm not going to say how many, I'm pretty sure anybody who's a fan knows how many he gets or how many he doesn't get. I think it's anyways, he's got these infinity stones and you know, he's super powerful and you're just like, I could take him on. Yeah, it doesn't, you know, you're it doesn't running make at him sense. alone. But again, it's a comic book movie. You have to dis- suspend your disbelief. But yeah, the 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 trailer sees like Captain America holding this dude's hand. Spoiler alert: in the actual movie, at that point, he already has all the stones. So the fact that Cap even thinks that, like, and and the expression from the they changed his expression. I'm assuming in CG from being like, "Oh my God, this guy can hold my hand," to being like dude, you're just a fly and he just flicks him away. Like, uh, at that point, like he, Thanos is basically a God. Like you can't, by the way, I do want to talk about, sorry, go ahead. Finish. Like you can't mess with him. And going back to vision, vision is just like a little bitch. Yeah. yeah, They're just trying to show how (laughs) weak he can be when he, like he lives only because he has that stone in him without that stone. He's not vision. Basically. I don't, that doesn't make any sense because aren't they at one point trying to remove the stone? He can still live on without that stone. I, I, yeah, but clearly he can't because it's, it's gone. She, no, she does, it wasn't. she it does end up taking, destroying the stone. You watch her, she destroys the stone 
and then he dies because he wasn't it wasn't removed properly it had to have been removed uh, the spoiler people it had to have been removed properly which was the process that was interrupted if it was removed properly he would have survived no, because but that, she destroyed it I feel, it while I it was feel still like that was still an assumption on their part they were assuming that they could remove it properly and not like hurt him but he was willing to take he was willing to go through it just so that they could get rid of the stone Please make sure that before this conversation starts, you're like, spoil alert, continue on to this. Because if anybody didn't watch no, it, you you're listening, all to, listening this, to this. I already said spoil alert. If you, if you not, yeah, dude, watch the that's movie. That's your problem. It's your problem. Watch the movie. Exactly. Yeah, it's, you should have watched the movie. What are we in like two, three but weeks? Overall, did movie? you like the movie? I liked the movie a lot. Okay. There was a, a few things. It's funny though, because at the end of the movie, um, I went with uh, John... Uh, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and my wife. You only refer to him as Kratos, okay? They, <laughs> my sister-in-law was like, that movie was garbage. Really? <laughs> it was so garbage. You know, because of what happens, right? Because yeah. of uh, all the shit that's happening in it and all the characters. Do they not realize that another movie is coming out next well, year? Well, no, I explained that to okay. her. And even after the credits, right? I'm like, hey, you know whose logo that is? And, you know, they're making their own movie. And that's why it's all like... But even then, in. that movie that's supposed to come out doesn't take place in modern times. Place takes place in the 1980s. But I guess it's just the origins of the character, right? Yeah, definitely. It's just bringing in the character into the... But I assume that so big, they already have a date for the next Avengers. And this is the first time Avengers movies has been released back-to-back without any filler movies. You know, usually it's like an Avengers movie, a bunch of new hero movies, and then another Avengers movie. that And those those hero movies lead up to that Avengers movie. But in this case, it's like, it's a continuation of the last story. It's not officially named, but I'm pretty sure they're going to call it infinity gauntlet. Um, and yeah, it's the next movie. It's just like the continuation of this one. Basically uh, this movie is only going on, um, because of the star Lord. Because of star Lord. What do you mean? Yeah. Cause he couldn't keep his shit together. Why? What do you mean? What do you mean by that? <laughs> His name is a Star Lord, right? Yeah. If he kept his shit together when he found out his chick was gone, they could have got the freaking glove off him. Star Lord comes oh, in, and wants to beat the yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, the only yeah, reason, yeah, the only yeah, reason yeah, is this right. asshole couldn't keep his shit together. I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. are you for real? Somebody shoot this guy, kill him, get rid of him. You, you, who's <laughs> no. you know what? Who's your favorite character in that movie? I think Drax like still steals the show. Drax. Um, Spider-Man's You're good. Talking? Drax, like when he's like standing there. Again, spoiler alert: if you don't want to listen to this, you should probably rewind to like a minute. Um, is when he's like they're kissing and he's standing there. Like, how long have you been standing there? He's like an hour. <laughs> For like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if I move really slowly, you can't see me. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing's like, hey, Drax. And then he's like, she can see. Damn. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's like it's that comedy. They, that rock guy wasn't in it though. Who was in the um, in the last Thor or movie? Uh, movie? Remember? Oh, Korg. Yeah. The, yeah. Too bad because he's yeah. So he's funny too. too. <laughs> I don't know where they would fit him into the story, but yeah, he's definitely just, really funny. You just bring him in because he's damn funny, yo. Um, yeah. Oh just yeah. The movie I, stepped, and- I stepped on him back on the bridge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Oh, oh Meek, uh, he's was, alive. <laughs> what was that question you had for? Him? <laughs> it's okay. What we're going to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, 
Oh, even you know the uh, really funny part is like uh, when Star Lord is uh, when they get um, uh, Thor into Thor. the ship, yeah. and he's like he's like a beautiful, he's like a beautiful like angel, a beautiful. and then every time he's like, <laughs> he's like, I'm no, like I'm muscular, like he's trying to say like yeah. I'm really sexy and good looking. Is like no, this guy's this guy's an angel from the heavens, blah blah blah. And what does he call? What does he call the uh, the other guy who's a raccoon? He calls him. Uh, uh, doesn't uh, call him a rat or something like that. He or? calls him a rat or something, or a, a bunny or something. A I don't bunny, know what he uh, calls him. Your bunny friend. <laughs> it's it's just hilarious, man. He's like, okay, you, the captain, comes. He's not the captain. I'm the captain. I'm the captain. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that movie was great. Yeah. I think like it had comedy, it had action, it had like everything. I think it was great, and I do agree with you on our last podcast about Thanos having like a real storyline that made you feel empathy for him and um i think that was awesome and even like the history and the story between him and you know his adopted daughter <laughs> that he destroyed her freaking planet and, I, and killed everybody i do else. like and they use that as like a reasoning like like right they he gives you the insight it, as yeah. to like okay your planet was basically on the verge of extinction and if i didn't kill half of your planet like you guys wouldn't have food, you guys wouldn't have blah blah. Like right, everybody now lives there in like harmony, great conditions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's messed up because it actually like hits hits a nerve with like uh, the world we're in right now. Yeah, world population where we are getting yeah, our population and... is is kind of like in a few years we're not gonna have. But enough it, there's to like feed even everybody. that moment where like at the end after he snaps his fingers, like that you know he. He like um you see that scene where he's talking to like the little girl version of her in right. that orange space daughter? and she's like it was it worth it and he like Yeah, was it worth it? And he's like I forget what he says but it, but like you can He tell. says no if I'm not wrong. Yeah, like I think he says it wasn't I think worth it. I and I get it like but again it's like that's huge, right? Like that's like a huge It wasn't worth it because him. of I think the sacrifice he had to make to get that one stone which was By, his own, you like, know and that it was the hardest which hey you would never it's funny because she's like he doesn't care about me you know what i mean hi you're screwed you know what i mean it's like no you know there's like on the contrary like he cares more about her than he does nebula he, he basically right. hates nebula you know like yeah, it's a great movie it's a great movie i think we can spend an hour talking about yeah. this movie for sure uh if we'll you do, haven't watched we'll it go watch it on this movie yeah, it was it was an awesome movie. I totally enjoyed it. I, I want to watch it again. I do too. Uh, at some point, um, uh, I also watched uh, Game Night. Oh, did you? I think you already said watched, this though. No, I I wanted to watch it. I did actually watch it. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was mediocre. I didn't. Oh yeah, I've been hearing that too. Like it's. Ah, I thought it's it was mediocre. Okay. Be honest. Yeah, it wasn't like I wasn't like ha 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 ha. Oh my god, it was just I could tell already what was gonna happen. Yeah, it was it was like, you know, yeah, this and yeah, that's going to be that. And yeah, that it was like there was some parts where it's funny, but it's like one of those movies. You're like everything that was funny was in the commercial anyways, in the preview. Yeah. It was whatever. I also watched yesterday Red Sparrow. Did you watch that? I haven't finished it, but so far I really like the movie. Yeah, so I'm not going to ruin it. It's actually I thought it was a good movie. OK, yeah. OK, like that's really been movie, my yeah. opinion so far. It's only got like 40 something on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't know what people's issue is. Like so far, it's been a pretty good movie. Maybe not enough nude scenes with her. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. 
<laughs> Jennifer Lawrence no, uh, does. I think the only thing I maybe don't like as much is the the Russian accents aren't that good. Um, no, I think that might be some. There was a point where he. Um, I was watching the movie and I was watching it with Ben and and my wife and I was like uh, Ben and Amanda and I'm like, dude, she just went into an English accent. I swear, <laughs> I swear, she was like, it it was something stupid. It was like, where are you? I'll be back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that didn't sound Russian at all. Yeah, you know, yeah. she went into, so there are some parts, but her character, um, I think she's doing a good job. You know, I think the accent is probably really hard for her too. Oh yeah. Russian accents in general, I think are just really hard to like nail down and sound genuine and not sound like, you know, it's like that in Italian again, accents It's like Italian accents. Every time someone tries to do an Italian accent, they do like a stereotypical, like, mario bros italian accent you know what i mean yeah. it's like they, mario. exactly like they don't do like a proper italian accent you know um and and yeah I, I just think russian accents are really hard to do but if you can throw that to the back of your brain and forget about it i think so far what i've watched and i'm almost done the movie it's it's pretty good me and yeah, I, d- I definitely enjoy. It. I I enjoyed it. I th- I thought it was a great movie. There's a few movies on Netflix I really want to watch. Yeah. There's one where it kind of looks like um, Watch Dogs movie version. Okay. I forgot the name of the movie right now. Yeah, it's like a whole where you you're watching everything. Uh, just like Watch Dogs, you can kind of and somebody hacks into their into human brains. Oh, and they can change what you're seeing, and they can become like a ghost, right? Oh no, yeah. um. Yeah, it's a really cool. It looks really cool. Uh, the act like there's two main actors in that. I can't remember any other names right now. Yeah. I'm really bad. I watch so many things, right? Yeah, you're constantly consuming media. Yeah, actually, I'm constantly me and Sam watching, been watching the Alienist. Have you watched that? The what? The Alienist. No, I haven't watched that yet. It's really good. It's it's got some really good actors in it. Um, I I only know these actors not by name, but what other movies they've been in. Um. Except for Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanning is in it. Everybody knows Dakota Fanning's name. Um, but one of the guys is... Do you remember that Dracula Untamed or Untold movie? Yeah. So the, one of the guys in the show is Dracula, is the guy who plays Dracula. Um, and then Yes, yes, I know what show you're talking about, yeah. And then the other guy is, who's the doctor is played... The only other movie I know of him in is literally Captain America's Civil War. He's like the actual bad guy. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. <laughs> in the movie, it's hard to like picture his face, but um, it's it's a good show. It's it's literally about like a doctor, um, a police officer, and like a sketch artist trying to hunt down this killer who keeps killing boy prostitutes. Um, and so like he lures them out of their like their brothels. And he, he okay. like fucking slaughters them in the most brutal ways. Uh, but it's wow. like, it's a, it's a great show. Um, it's like, it's just a really good show, like back to back. Um, I would definitely recommend anybody watch that one. Um, but other than that, I haven't, I haven't watched much lately. So the movie I was talking about, sorry, just, uh, want to clarify the movie I was talking about on, um, on Netflix, it actually is called Anon, A-N-O-N. Okay, yeah, like anonymous, yeah. Yeah, so it's called uh it's called that. It's in a future where technology has rendered privacy obsolete. A detective investigates a serial assassin who has been deleted from all visual records. Ooh. So it's actually uh I'm telling you it looks like um that game like uh 
Watch Watchdog. It looks like Watchdog, but it, it looks really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I gotta check. I gotta check this out. So yeah, I guess uh, you just end off the show. Yeah, I think we uh, we definitely got enough. <laughs> all right, that's gonna be it for this episode. Thanks everybody for tuning in. You can find us on all your major podcasting networks, including uh, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. We just joined TuneIn. I'm starting to update our YouTube page. You can find us at YouTube.com's. Uh, and just search Pixel Refresh. We don't have a vanity URL right now. Our music is done by Ryan Little. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash Ryan Little. Uh, shout outs to him for the awesome music. And uh, yeah, I guess that's going to be the, it for this. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. I'm I'm pretty sure in audio, like in audio production, they don't say action. They don't, eh? They got. They go three, two, and then they point. Yeah, but what if you're not looking (laughs) at them? You're paying attention to the mic, the distance. That's true. Actually, I don't know. It's probably a good thing. You're like, yo, he forgot to say one. (laughs) He forgot (laughs) to say one. He's like, three, uh, two. And I'm like, yo, where the fuck's one? I've been waiting for one. You're gonna, are you gonna say one? Are you, are you <laughs> not gonna say one? Was that like are, pointing are, at oh, me, or was that one? Are we, are we recording now? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you looking up at the ceiling? You were pointing at the ceiling, dumbass. I didn't know that was one. I thought there's you said like, look up. <laughs> there's like a record <laughs> sign that he's pointing to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on, you dumbass. It's on. <laughs> <laughs>